are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. Again today, I have my daughter Annette with me, and we're going to continue talking about quantum faith. <laughs> I know what some of you are saying, what in the world is quantum faith? Well, it's different from natural things, and we're going to talk about some things that I think people would be interested in. When we talk about quantum physics and quantum mechanics, and I mean, it's all Greek to me, but she studied a lot in it, and it sounds a whole lot like what Jesus was teaching. <laughs> it does, because it talks about that unseen realm that yeah. we can't see. You cannot see atoms. You can't see the electrons. You can't see quarks. You can't see all those little tiny things that are out there. But just because we can't see something does not mean that it does not exist. Hold that thought right there. I've got to say this. I've been trying to say it on some of the other broadcasts, and I just let it slip by me. But I've got an article. I don't have it with me. This is written by a scientist. A single atom can be in two places at the same time. The same right. one now. That's right. And it can be separated as far as one end of the universe to the other. The same atom separated. <laughs> this sounds crazy. It's quantum physics, I guess. That's right. And whatever happens to that atom, the other one responds. It's, it's not the other one. It's the same one responds at the same time. It's the same entity, but it can be as far separated, the same atom, as one end of the universe to the other. And whatever happens here, happens here, same time. Now, isn't that what we say? There's no time or distance in the spirit? Yeah. I've always wondered, how can we be seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus and be here on earth? That's it. <laughs> yes, that's how we can be at two places at once, and that is true. They have done those experiments, and I believe I have a newspaper article on one. I believe it was a beryllium atom that they took, and they could separate and have the two particles, and they instantly communicate. I mean instantly. Now, when you say instantaneous, that means faster than the speed of light. And but nothing, now it's the same atom. Yes. Its particles are the same atom. Is no, that, is that no, what it was? No, it is the same thing. The same it, it's atom. in more than one place at one <laughs> you, time. You can't hardly say this. You know, well, I mean, they just you wonder, are we... The Bible uh, says it. <laughs> the Bible says we are seated with Christ, yeah, and we're also right. here. That's right. That's what I was getting at. This is the only way you can understand it. And see, science today is revealing some information where we can understand the Bible better. And people say, well, you know, science and the Bible are all crossways. No, not real science. And the real teaching of the Bible are not. They correspond, and that's what's exciting to me. That's right. The issue has arisen when people have misread or misunderstood the Bible, and then scientists occasionally come to conclusions that are only based upon the evidence they have at the time. Mm -hmm. And, of course, what they're discovering is a lot of the things in the Bible are speaking about physics and laws of faith are actually yeah. laws. It's just that they're in a different realm. Okay? Mm -hmm. Just because you can't see something doesn't mean it doesn't exist. And this is That's where it. they come to, well, see, you can't see God, so he mm -hmm. doesn't exist. But let's just take their own laws with God and go back to some of the laws of physics with God. 
And one is the special theory of relativity. And that is that objects that move through space faster as they get closer to the speed of light, they become shorter until when they get to the speed of light, they become invisible. Now, what did 1 John 1, 5 say? God is light. Now, we take that as a metaphor that, well, you know, that means God is good. He's light. He's not dark. He doesn't have evil. But it says God is light. Okay? So, God's invisible. We don't see him. And then secondly, it talks about the mass of an object moving. And those of you that are listening to this think it's a science show. Hold on here. There's something very important you're going to get out of this that objects as they move, the mass becomes greater as they get closer to the speed of light, larger, larger, and larger, until at the speed of light, it's infinite. What does that sound like? (laughs) God is infinite, all right? And then the other thing is if you take a clock and you move it faster, getting toward the speed of light, when it, it gets slower and slower and slower until when a clock reaches the speed of light, it stops because time ceases to exist. Mm. Now, let's talk about how can God be everywhere at once? You're talking about those atoms? Mm -hmm. How can God be everywhere at once? How can God be multiple places at one time? It's very simple. You take away the element of time. And if there is no time where God exists, then he could be everywhere all at what we consider to be the same time. So God can be invisible, not visible to the human eye, but in a different realm. God can be infinitely big, infinitely small, and outside the realm of time to where he's everywhere at once. And then he can appear with a body. That's right. Take form. He appeared to Abraham. But he'd have to slow himself down a little bit. See? (laughs) God would have to lower his frequency. Why does it say if any man looks upon God, he wouldn't be able to live? Well, my goodness. If we think about the realm, I'm talking about different realms. In all of his glory. In all of his glory where he lives. Well, I guess we'd probably be incinerated because we're at a much lower frequency, see? But in this unseen realm that we can't see, we know that God exists, and we also know that there are angels in this unseen realm. And I'll never forget the time that you and I were flying to Tulsa, Oklahoma in your airplane, and I was sitting in the front, and I was watching. When you started the propeller, it's solid. You can see it. You could see it as it started turning. But then as we got up to speed, you couldn't see it quite so much until when we were in the air, you saw right straight through that propeller. Mm -hmm. Now, how can you look through a propeller? Well, it's moving very quickly. And so as it's moving quickly, you see right through it. As I was looking at that, I felt like that God spoke to me in my heart that that's the reason we don't see angels, is that they are moving so quickly and so rapidly that our eyes are not fast enough to catch them. You see, when that propeller's turning, our eyes just can't catch that fast movement. It's not them that's moving fast is what they're made up of is rotating so fast. Our eyes just can't catch it because their frequency is so fast, so rapid. But they're there, they just happen to be in the other realm. And of course, what we say has an effect on what the angels do also. Because the angels hearken to our words. (laughs) (laughs) And we can either bind them or we can loose them by what we say. 
you know, that propeller turning, you'd look at that and say, well, you couldn't get anything through there. It would just tear it all to pieces, you know. But they learned even in World War One, they put a machine gun up there and they'd time that thing off of the cam on that engine and it'd shoot between those flashes of that propeller. And you'd think, well, we'd have cut the propeller plum off of this thing, but it'd shoot it right between it. But fast as it was going, they could still put it between there. And that's why people look at the Word of God and say, well, now, talk to a mountain and it's going to obey you. That's the most ridiculous thing I ever heard. Well, when you get over into the quantum physics thing, it's bizarre, really. Bizarre. Like the scientists even say, it's bizarre how it acts. It doesn't act as it does in natural things, you know. I mean, it's out there. Jesus was teaching stuff before his time. I mean, Absolutely. he's just trying to bring us up to speed now yes. in the world we live. And, uh, you know, I've operated in this calling things that are not over 20, 30 years now. Every piece of property I ever bought, every piece of property I sold in the last 30 years, I talked to it to buy it, I talked to it to sell it. And somebody said, oh, you think that property's going to obey you? Yeah, I know it'll obey me. Yeah. Jesus said it would, and it dare not disobey Jesus. Do you remember the time you was going to buy some property up at the mountain, up around Greer's Ferry? And I said, I know a piece of property that I believe you can buy. And I said, let's go talk to it. Because that's the first thing we would do was talk to the property before you ever make an offer on it. Mm -hmm. and because Jesus said in Luke 17, if you had faith as a mustard seed, you'd say to this sycamine tree, inanimate object, be plucked up by the root, it should obey you, or would obey you. And we went over there to talk to it. And we got over there walking around, and I said, hey, I remember I talked to this property 12 years ago. That's the reason it hadn't sold. I said, when it sells, it'll come to me in Jesus' name. And, and we, we got a hold of the lady and talked to her. And she said, oh, said another man, I promised him I'd let him have first chance at it. I said, fine, no problem, because I knew he hadn't talked to it. I had 12 years ago. <laughs> but the story turned out, of course, we bought the property. It turned out to be a good deal. And somebody said, it doesn't make sense. It may not make sense, but it made dollars, didn't it? It sure did, absolutely. <laughs> and I remember... Uh, part of that deal that goes even back further than that is I had just prayed and I felt like the Lord had told me to give a thousand dollars to Oral Roberts as a donation. This is before this happened. Yeah. And I had a lot up there and I was getting ready to trade it and you told me another one was coming available and I picked it up, bought it, and I sent that check to Oral Roberts, just didn't even think it was connected. And somebody came by, what, four or five days later after I bought that lot and wanted to buy it and paid a substantial larger amount of money <laughs> yeah. for it. And I ended up being just tremendously blessed because of that seed that I had sown. And then from that, we took the money, and that's when we began to talk to the other property. So it was just a progression of how these things happen. Yeah. This is in the realm of quantum physics. Voices talking to inanimate objects, and that's what Jesus mm -hmm. said. And Jesus proved it. A sycamine tree obeyed him. The fig tree obeyed him. And then you have people saying, I'll tell you, I just can't keep money. It gets away from me. I just can't keep money. Hey, the money is made out of the tree. And it's been obeying them all <laughs> these years. They can't understand why. <laughs> because it's so bizarre, the things that Jesus yeah. taught. But they are truth. You know, right. I get excited it's about like it. It's like one of the sayings, our words really tell on us. People yeah. say, well, money doesn't grow on trees. <laughs> well, 
money's made out of trees. It's made out of paper, you know. You could just as easily speak to that. If you had an adversarial relationship with money and you think that, oh, money is evil and it's dirty, then it's going to respond to you in that way. That money is an object. It is a thing. It is made up of those atoms. And it's going to respond to you. And if you think it's bad, it's going to flee from you. Well, why don't you make the offer here? And Well, we're going to offer the book. It's a little 32-page mini-book called Quantum Faith. And this is a book that I have written that talks about how that faith corresponds with a lot of the laws of quantum physics. And I also have a CD or cassette that you can order where you get these two things together. And it's offer number 2169. And you get the cassette or CD, please specify when you order, plus the little booklet. And it's $10 plus $4 for postage and handling. And the quantum faith is actually a teaching that I did in a church where I talked about the laws of God and quantum faith and how these things work together. So that's available. You can either call one 396 9400 or you can go to our website and take a look at everything we have available at www.charlescaps.com. I'd also like to mention that if you would like to have a CD of this program, number 7152, it's available on CD or cassette that you can order for $10 plus $4 for postage and handling. So those are our offers for the day. All right. Until Monday, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.